0: This is the Christopher Gabriel Program on News Talk 580-1059-KMJ and streaming at KMJNow.com.
1: This is KMJ. Moving through Saturday morning, boy, it's old friends week here. Scott Gilbranson, he's the host of Silver and Black Today, 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas. He's also host of a very mysterious podcast called Rock Mysteries. He explores the strange, unsolved, and troubling demise of some of rock and roll's most infamous characters. It's really fun, and... Uh, <laughs> But this is going to be more fun talking about the Raiders today, Mister G. How are you, my friend?
2: I'm doing good, Mister G. As well. I, I I appreciate you calling me old. Um, my <laughs> kids do it all the time, so thank you for that. But no, but seriously, always a pleasure to be on with you, and of course in the in the lovely burg that is Fresno.
1: Well, yeah, my kids call me old too, but that's another story. Uh, <laughs> I, I am of the belief that Derek Carr. Would be a major upgrade to what the Saints currently have with Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, and I think I think that he would be a great fit down on the Bayou. Am I wrong? Am I right? Where do you sit with this?
2: No, absolutely. I think. Listen, we we on our show talked about, and, and full credit to my co-host Mo Moten. We love uh, Mo. Bleach Report, because yes, because he he came, uh, several weeks ago he said, "Hey, I really like the Saints as a spot for Derek Carr." Nobody talked about it. We hadn't known if the Saints would be interested. But we, we have over the last couple of weeks, Christopher, talked about how the NFC South is a great opportunity for Derek Carr because uh, there, are, there are three teams there that need a starting quarterback. And oh, by the way, that division is not very good. Mm. So instantly, Derek Carr, whether it was the Saints or the Buccaneers or even the Carolina Panthers, if he were to go to those teams, uh, he's the best quarterback in the division and a couple of those teams are, are pretty close playoff contention teams with a quarterback, including the saints. And I think, listen, Dennis Allen, the coach of the saints was of course with the Raiders. He was fired three games into the 2014 season, which was Derek Carr's rookie season, but he went through an entire offseason in his drafting experience with Dennis Allen as his coach. So they might have a reunion there, but I certainly think if they can come to some sort of agreement before next Wednesday or this coming Wednesday, then uh, Derek Carr would be a nice addition in New Orleans, and I think he'd fit well.
1: Uh, And you and I have said both on your show with Mo, Mo Moten is watching, uh, as well as on (laughs) on my show that, I've long thought that Derek, and I may have a little biased in Central Valley, but I've long thought that he had top 10 talent, but whether it was a a poor offensive line, receivers dropping balls, things just not going the right way, maybe the coaching scheme, whatever the case may be, that he was maybe a year or two removed from needing a fresh start and the Raiders the same way, I think he'd be a great fit down there, which leads me, Scott Gulbranson, to this. this, Now, this might be – I don't know where you're at on this, but I'm going to tell you where I'm at. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to bury the lead. Aaron Rodgers. All right. So let's let's talk Raiders quarterback future. Now, it to me, it is the easy, low-hanging fruit to say the Raiders should go after Rodgers. I mean, he's got several more years in the tank. You'd reunite him with the Devontae Adams. Call me a rebel on this, but I am not so sure. In fact, I just don't think it's a good idea. I know he won MVP in 20 and 21. That was then. This is now, and now, in my estimation, is the time for the Raiders to do something different, like, oh, I don't know, go younger, um, like with <laughs> pa- Patrick Mahomes, what they're doing in Kansas City with Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, with Josh Allen in Buffalo. Where are you at with this?
2: I'm, you know, my, my mom always told me, "Always hang out with people that are smarter than you, so that's why I hang out with you, because, <laughs> uh, we no, we are in the same boat on this one, because, listen, if we look at the history, and I know how many Raider fans uh, there are in the Central Valley. Of course, Daryl LaMonica and, and Derek Carr coming from the area, it, it's, it's got its share of Raider fans. And here's the thing. Over the last two and a half decades, the Raiders have not been good. They've made the playoffs twice in 23 years, right? So what do you? what's the problem with that? Well, it, it's a lot of, hey, let's put a Band-Aid on this and let's try to win now and, and give Raider Nation a winner for a change but then you're sacrificing the future. And if I look at Aaron Rodgers, is he still a top-ten quarterback? Absolutely. Would the Raiders' offense be, be great with, with Aaron Rodgers quarterback? I think they would be. But at what cost? And here you have to look at not the short-term gratification that you would get out of maybe going 9-8 uh, uh, and eight or 10-7 and seven and inching into the playoffs as a wild-card team and instead say, you know what, we're going to have another lump and bump here. Next year, but we're going to go get our quarterback that we're going to build around, hopefully, for the next 10 years. Because, guess what, folks? If the Raiders don't build their foundation on defense and at quarterback, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Denver Broncos, and the Chargers in LA are all getting better. And so they got to do something and they got to think long term, play chess not
1: checkers. That's very well said. I agree with that right down the line. Uh, we're talking with my very good friend, Scott Gilbranson. He's the host of Silver and Black today. It's a wonderful program. I've had the privilege of being on it. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas and seemingly everywhere. The show, you know, I have a friend in Belgium He's like, yeah, I listen to it. It's wonderful. Mo and Scott are terrific. Um, I want to talk about Josh McDaniels and I and bear with me here, I'm going to set up a comparison with uh, the coach of the Tennessee Lady Vols basketball team. She was a multiple national champion winner for Pat Summit, Kelly Harper. Follow me for a, a second here. Josh Dan, Josh McDaniels, his body of work right now, three years as a head coach. he's a 378. he's got a 378 winning percentage. Kelly Harper.
0: to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline
1: is 600. She's at a school that won eight national championships, the last one in 2008. The Raiders have won three Super Bowls, the last one in 1983. Both the Lady Vols and the Raiders are historic school franchise and so on. Now, patience is often uh very difficult to come by, but 600, a 600 winning percentage at Tennessee for that program, pardon my English ain't gonna cut it. It's not gonna cut it at Tennessee, it's not gonna cut it in the SEC, it's not gonna cut it nationally. I realize we're only looking at one season in Las Vegas, along with two seasons at Denver, long-term, a three seventy eight winning percentage isn't going to cut it. What do you see going forward that Josh McDaniels is going to have to do besides win to really rally people behind him and say, yeah, he is the guy?
2: Well, a couple of things, and I think you bring up a good point. And, and we've said uh, since since the tail end of this past season that we believe and, and wholeheartedly that, that Josh McDaniels will go into 2023 season coming up uh, on the hot seat. It's got to be a hot seat because he came in, he was given a, a, a lot of opportunity. Mark Davis said, this is not a rebuild, you need to go win, and they didn't. They finished 6-11. and The only caveat, and, and listen, if they were to go out and do the Aaron Rodgers deal for, let's just say, sake of argument, and you get that veteran quarterback, then yes, he would continue to be on the hot seat. But if Josh McDaniels and the Raiders and the GM Dave Ziegler and owner Mark Davis say, so you know what, we're going to build what we recommend they do, right, Christopher, which is we're going to go get our young quarterback right. to build this team around. Mm-hmm. We're going to build up our defense, use the capital and the money. We have to do that. Then you got to give Josh McDaniel another divot year, a uh, mulligan year. You have yeah. to say, okay, you're going to have a rookie quarterback. So, so he buys a little time in doing that. But I think what Josh McDaniels does to get past that and to change perception about his ability to coach is, you're right, it's not just about winning. I think it's getting that rookie quarterback in there and developing the talent and then having that defense around his staff built up and, okay, yeah, not a top-10 defense in year one, but going from 27 to maybe middle of the pack in one season, I think people will start to get on board if they can see true progress and they can see that his fingerprints are on it and that he has a plan, he's executing it, it's working.
1: Yeah, I think that's, again, a great point, and you know, it, it would be very sexy to use the word the kids like to use, or seductive to, to maybe bring in an Aaron Rodgers. I think the problem, though, if you look at Aaron Rodgers, honestly, this past year, he didn't look like Aaron Rodgers. And I just, I don't know, maybe that's one of the reasons Devontae wanted to leave, I don't know. But I do think Young is the way to go, and we'll see what happens with Josh McDaniels. We've got about 90 seconds. Roger Goodell, let's switch here, Roger Goodell said that he believes NFL officiating right now never been better. I think Roger's spending too much time in his basement. I don't know what he's watching. I think the officiating right now, Scotty, is horrendous. What do you think?
2: Yeah, he reminds for, for those of you old enough to remember the first Gulf War uh, and that minister of, of propaganda that Saddam Hussein had, and they yes. were, it was a joke, right? Because he would just yep. there'd be bombs going off in the background, and he'd say oh, everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's what Roger Goodell. Yes. Said. But listen again, I know we talked about this in the past, Christopher. It's our fault because guess what happens? It is horrible. He's not telling the truth, but he doesn't care because we all still watch. That's we it. all still buy the ratings up again so he's not going
1: to change that's it that's exactly exactly right people always talk about oh you know what i'm I'm done with this league and then come uh whatever time zone you're in they're right in front of the tv with a beverage and pizza or a cheesesteak in philly or maybe some skyline chili in cincinnati um folks (laughs) you see why i love having scott gilbranson on the program uh he is a font of raiders and nfl knowledge scott always a pleasure my friend who do you have sunday who do you have tomorrow
2: I, You know what? I'm going on a limb here. I like the Eagles, and I like them actually pretty big. Ooh, so uh, okay. if you're, if you're going to lay down some money, I know you can't do it in California, but if you're heading out to Vegas or another state, that's where I would go.
1: My mom's uh, living out here now. She's a 51-year Eagles fan. She's pr- cheering you right wow. now, cheering you. I can hear it. <laughs> Scott, it is always a pleasure. I look forward to having you back uh, sooner than later, buddy. Absolutely. Enjoy the game tomorrow, my friend. All right. Coming up, it's Nick Shager from the Daily Beast. This is the CGP on Newstalk 580, 105.9 KMJ.